defining success. We create opportunity. We develop our skills. And we are shaping how things get done. We are young. We are old. We come in all shapes and sizes. From every background. And different corners of the world. We are brilliant, beautiful, talented, and we are ready to make our voices heard. If you've ever waited for your chance, wondered when you'd get asked to step up, or hoped for the opportunity to share your message, this is it. Women's voices matter. Women's voices matter. Women's Voices Matter is connecting girls and young ladies who are shaping their lives with seasoned women who have blazed the trails and want to help others find a faster path to success, joy, and fulfillment. You've got something to share. We all have something to learn. This community is your community. Women's Voices matter. ladies, and welcome to another episode of Women's Voices Matter. I'm your host, Dr. Kathy, and I'm so excited for this time, for this topic, because this is something that I think all of us need to learn, and that's how to sell without being salesy. Listen, our, in, our fabulous guest today, prior to starting her consulting company, she built a six-figure business in the high-ticket digital education industry, and she grew sales for a Fortune 10 technology business by over $1 million. I mean, that's huge. She's led several teams to drive profitability, reduced costs, and manage financial risks throughout her 10 years in corporate America, working in the investment banking, healthcare, and technology sectors. She has an MBA in brand management and organizational strategy. Our guest is a digital marketing strategist and the founder of Entrepreneur Academy. I love that name. It's a consulting company teaching female coaches, consultants, and service providers how to become a client magnet. Who doesn't need that? Using profitable marketing funnels. Ladies, it's such a pleasure for me to introduce Rupali Manga. Thank you so much, Kathy, for such a warm welcome. I really appreciate that. And I'm so excited to be here today and to be talking about a really important topic, which is selling, um, but also a pretty, uh, uh, I guess, hot topic or a topic that a lot of us don't like to talk about, right? Um, because it brings up lots of feelings for us uh, women, especially. Um, but, you know, I like to think about it as in it doesn't need to be that way. And it can really be a very natural process if we embrace it and shift our mindset towards it. So what I'm going to be doing today, Kathy, is kind of just like walking through some strategies and some kind of like big picture thinking on, especially if you have a business, a coaching business, consulting business, service-based business of any type, really, uh, and you're operating in the online space, which 
we probably all should be in today's day and age, right? Leveraging social media and online uh, marketing. I'm going to be walking through some things that you can specifically apply in the online marketing world to really ease the process of selling so that by the time your prospect, right, a person that is potentially interested in what you're selling ever even comes into your environment, they've already developed a positive image of you. So it becomes a much more natural process. Um, so how, what do you think about that? Honestly, I love that because so many people that I work with, they say, you know, oh, I don't want to feel like a salesperson and I don't want to have to do this selling part of it. And I don't want to, you know what? They have to change their mindset because it's not, it's not trying to be sleazy or slimy to try to sell somebody something. You're trying to help them and, and guide them into what they need. So I love that you're going to actually teach us how to do that because it's, it's essential. We're always selling ourselves and we're always selling something, whether it's our thoughts and our ideas or our actions or our products and our services. And women, we need to get so much better at that. We really do. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So I'm excited to dive right into it. So, so it's really a three-step process that I like to look at, um, and I'm going to walk through each of the steps. Okay. So if you have any type of coaching, consulting, or service-based business, and this could really be applied to any business really, uh, but you know, kind of, I'm going to focus it in that realm specifically. Uh, the first step, right, is to have, make sure that you're pre-framing, so keep that word in mind, it's called pre-framing your audience before they ever even click on, you know, a website of yours or a funnel of yours. Um, and if, if, you know, if you want, Kathy, I can, you know, definitely explain more about what a funnel is in case, you know, uh, the women listening don't have an idea on that. I can talk about that at a high level. Uh, would you like me to do that or? I would because, you know, sometimes okay. terms get tossed around and yep. And women in the business space that maybe that's not their expertise, they just kind of nod their heads and go along with it because they don't want to be embarrassed to ask that question. Mm -hmm. Like they don't know what scaling means and they don't know what a funnel or a lead magnet is. So yes, from your perspective, I would love for you to help women understand exactly what a funnel is and how they can utilize it. Perfect. Okay, so let's, let me talk about that and then we'll talk about the different steps that we can take to, um, to really kind of bring a prospect into our world, okay, and make that selling process non-salesy. So a funnel, so, so you have a website, right? A website, we all are very familiar with what a website is, so I won't touch on that. Now, a funnel is pretty different in the sense that the, the one and only purpose of a funnel is to take your website visitor someone that lands on your, your, the first page of, so the first page of your funnel would be a landing page, right? So it's the home page, okay, of your site. And the sole purpose of a funnel is to, is to get a person who visits that site to give you their email address, right? So it's, you're having one call to action. You're giving away something for free. It could be a PDF report. It could be uh, a, a, you know, mini video training, a, a, an audio training. It could be whatever it is that you choose that's right for your market. That's one thing that you're giving away and you are then requesting them to give you their email address. This way you can continue furthering that relationship, continue nurturing that person, and then eventually inviting them to buy your programs and services. So that is the sole purpose of a funnel. It's like taking your your prospects through a journey, right? They give you their email address, they land on another page where you're thanking them, saying thank you so much for giving you your email address. And then at that point, you can invite them to book a consultation call, a discovery call, or have them buy you know, your products and services. And then of course, through email, continue nurturing that relationship. Does that, does that help? 
Kathy? It does because I think so many people get confused. Is this a funnel? Is it a landing page? What is the job of my landing page? Is it supposed to be my entire website? So to clarify that it's really the idea is that, you know, and, and I always say we, we cast a very wide net, but then we want to funnel down people into exactly what we want to talk to them about. Right. So while your website itself may reach a lot of people, they may come just because of the name of your website or, or the interest of your website, you want to funnel them into a specific product or into a specific service or to a specific page that you want to get to. So I love your explanation of it because it, it really helps visually for people to understand exactly what it is. It's got one purpose. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Okay, great. So now that we have a better understanding of what a funnel is, let's talk about uh, let's talk about how do we get people there because this is, in my opinion, this is probably the most important part. And I see quite a few people um, sometimes this part can get a little confusing. So let's talk about that. So this is where remember the three step process that I was telling you is, you know, before someone ever even lands on your funnel or website, right? What we want to be doing is pre-framing. Now, what does that mean exactly? Right? So pre-framing is all about helping your, your audience create some sort of opinion about you by you giving them value or content upfront, right? So I'll give you a perfect example. Let's talk about this in a very practical way. So let's say, for example, I'm going to specifically use Facebook advertising. Now, this is just one example. You don't have to be advertising on Facebook. You could be on Instagram. You could be on LinkedIn, YouTube. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm just trying to kind of give one example specifically because I tend to use Facebook a lot. So for example, let's say that I am uh, going to be running an advertisement for a specific program or service I have. I will not right away, you know, put an ad out to in front of people that have no idea who I am, right? Because more than likely, especially in today's environment, when ad costs in the online space are significantly increasing, you know, more, most people are going to look at it and be like, who is this lady? I've never seen her before. There's probably so many other people that are doing the same thing, right? So what, what, what I do, right, and what I recommend uh, others to do, especially in today's environment, in 2019's digital marketing, you know, space is, you know, giving away free stuff. And when I say free stuff, I'm not saying monetary stuff, right? It's about giving away content that's valuable to warm up cold audiences. Cold audiences meaning people who have no idea who you are. So what this is doing, right? So what I would do is I will, you know, put out maybe two to four pieces of, you know, two minute video clips, right? And I will then boost them. Okay, like on my business fan page on Facebook, I will boost them. I'm not asking people to click on anything. All I'm doing is just giving. It's all about giving, right? I'm just shooting, and I literally do this for my phone, for my iPhone. I'll shoot like a one to two minute, up to three minute clip, and then I'll just boost it. I'll just boost it. And the cool part, especially if you are doing any sort of Facebook marketing, um, is that you can have, you know, you can set that up so that when you boost these videos, that is not asking anyone to click on anything. We're not asking them to do anything. It's just a matter of watching. For those people that do actually watch it, that do actually engage, we can then on the back end, right, when I am ready to create an advertisement for them to like click on a program I'm 
support uh, promoting a webinar or something like that, you know, at this point I can then retarget them because I know these people have engaged in content that I've given them. So do you see how this is, this is more about us as business owners and as marketers and as entrepreneurs really getting into the mindset of how do we give first before we ask someone to do something for us and asking for a click nowadays and asking for an email address nowadays is really tough right so how do we go about that it's about let's get in a space of like giving first giving some of our best content i mean you don't have to go give away everything right but giving snippets of it to really get people to start knowing liking and trusting you does that make sense Oh, it makes a tremendous amount of sense. And I'm so glad I'm taking so many notes. I'm so glad to hear you say that because in the past I've had people say to me, you're giving away too much free content. You have to stop. You have to just make it all paid content. And it, it just didn't jive with me. You know what I mean? Like it didn't feel right because I knew that I had so much information that I wanted to give. And, you know, we would put videos on YouTube and we'd put videos on Facebook and, and we would give so much you know what? We built a huge following because we never asked for anything back in return. Mm. So there's something to be said for that. Just give for the sake of giving and watch how the people are attracted to you. And then when it comes time for you to have something, you know who to reach out to because they're not a cold lead anymore. It's mm. not your cold audience, as you said. Now those are hot leads for you. Exactly, exactly. And one thing that I want to point out in terms of the giving of content, right? Because um, I get that question a lot too. So, you know, a lot of people get confused. They're like, well, how much should I give? What I always like to say is that give the what and the why. Explain what it is, why people, you know, you really need to be able to explain, you know, why whatever it is that you're teaching or sharing is important and why someone needs it to solve X, whatever problem they have going on. But in terms of the paid content, the way I like to look at it is I, people pay me to teach them how to do the thing. So it's the what and the why, give it away, you know, let people know, create that, create that relationship, create that uh, know, like, and trust. But when it comes down to the high, the, the how, the practicality and the implementation of things, this is where people can actually pay you to, you know, take it to another level. So that's how I like to keep the the distinction, right? When I'm creating content, I'm in a very creative space and I need to, you know, of course, give away my best stuff, but there is that slight balance, right? Um, so that how is where I reserve for more, of, you know, someone that's actually investing in solving that problem. And that's perfect because what, that's one of the things I say all the time. People have to know you, like you, and trust you to buy from you. And sometimes you're going to get that person that will just buy off the street from you because they say, oh, it's the right time in the right space. But building that relationship by giving content and giving information that people really do need. They're going yep. to come to you later for the how. Right, right, right. And being, being very strategic with the content. So when, so I'm all about, I, the way I like to do, do, you know, I guess uh, operate in my business is I like to repurpose things a lot and multiply, right? So if I am creating content, um, now again, if you are doing this, if you are leveraging Facebook, which I think a lot of people nowadays do leverage Facebook to, you know, grow audiences because it's such a popular platform that there's a billion people on there. Um, you know, you, you can, you know, really boost these content pieces through videos or even if they're articles, blog posts or whatever for significantly cheap when it's just getting someone to get like, if you're just trying to get video views um, and then doing like a retargeting strategy, you know? So that's how you get to really like multiply the content that you're creating, right? To get in front of more people. Um, so so that's, that's the first part, right? Really thinking about that pre-frame. So before you ever ask anyone to give you an email address, 
really try to create like a pre-frame strategy to get people to warm up towards you. So that's the first step. The second step is now where we, you know, once we've pre-frames people, we've warmed them up to us. This is where now they come, you know, come into our marketing funnel that we talked about before. And that first page, remember I was mentioning the first page of your marketing funnel, that is called a landing page, the first page of your funnel. Now on that landing page is where you're giving away um, a, a lead magnet. A lead magnet is simply just this. It's a, a, a giveaway that you're giving to someone for free in exchange for an email address. That's why we call it lead magnet, right? Um, and so once we pre-frame them, now now we're you know getting them to actually they know us and they're like, hmm, I want to know what this what she's about. You know, she's been giving me all this great content. You know what? Let me go ahead and click on click on her website. And then once they're on the website, you know, whatever it is I'm offering them, it has to obviously solve their specific pain point, right? Your lead magnet does. Uh, you list out the benefits of whatever the lead magnet is, and then you get their email address. Now, what you've done here is you've taken a person who is not in your environment. They've just been kind of seeing your content, but now you've gotten their email address. They're on your email list, right? Once they're on your email list, you know, if God forbid, if Facebook ever shuts you down, Instagram ever shuts you down, YouTube, or who knows? I mean, these social platforms, we don't owe them, right? Uh, um, other people do. Once we have that email, we, we, that, that's an asset for us. That email address, I, always look at, I like to look at it as an asset because now we can continue that relationship, okay? So the second part is getting, give, getting, giving them the lead magnet and getting an email address, right? Um, now, one pointer I'm going to give away for, for people that are, you know, taking this approach and creating a lead magnet, just the biggest thing that I would say is that when you are creating a lead magnet to give away to your um, audience, all right, a specific pain point that you're trying to solve, keep your lead magnet simple in the sense that just try to solve one problem at a time. I've seen many people create lead magnets that are really hard or time consuming for people to consume and so they, they're like well i'll look at this later and they never come back to it and then it's also really difficult and time consuming for us to create as business owners right so try to solve one big problem that your market has at a time in a lead magnet okay so that's the biggest tip that i would give for creating a lead magnet um so that's kind of the second second step does that does that kind of so far make sense kathy i just want to make sure i'm checking in it does, and I will tell you, I've made the mistake with lead magnets of trying to solve every problem in one shot. Like, let me give you the five key things that you need to be successful. Well, you can't narrow that down, and it's so hard. But if I would have just said, hey, here's the one step that you need to take today, what yeah. a difference that would make for people. And so that's a huge tip, ladies. You've just got to give that one, one item, one problem that you could solve. Yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, great. So that's the second step. Now, the third step is, you know, now they're in your world, right? They're on your email list. You you can really, you know, you, you I, I don't like to use the word own, but really it's your relationship now, right? It's not on social media anymore. Um, so once they're in your email list, you, this is now when you're nurturing, right? You're nurturing that relationship with these people. And now this is where the whole part of selling without salesy comes in or, or you know, being salesy is because 
look, you've done all this work up front, right? You've pre-framed them, you've given, you've given, you've given, right? It's, you've done so much to like really bring these people in your, in your environment. Now, once they're in your email list, we don't stop giving, right? I mean, you're still building that relationship, right? You're telling your story as part of your email campaign. Like as soon as they uh, sign up to become an email subscriber, you know, having like a proper five day, I'd say I, I, I do at least five days, right? A five day automated email campaign. And through that email campaign, the general theme of it is this tell your story right tell your story show them the before of where you were in your business or where your clients were if you don't really share your personal story the before of where your clients were and where they are now right really help share that contrast connect with people on an emotional level by telling your story or your client's story and then through that right through your storytelling which also by the way is giving right we are then inviting them you know at the end i always say that at the end of your emails always have a call to action whether it's you inviting them to a discovery call a consultation call maybe purchasing one of your programs always have some sort or or it could be you know maybe you're not the first few emails you don't want to do anything of that sort. maybe you have a facebook group maybe you just have some amazing content that you want to continue sharing always get in the habit of training your audience to click on something, whether it's a program or service or call, or it's like a value driven content piece. Okay. And then what I like to do is, you know, in my, especially if it's like a, a an email campaign where I'm trying to get someone to actually schedule a call with me, um, like a free consultation call, free strategy call. I will, you know, tell my story, tell my client's story. And then at the end say, Hey, you know, would you love to, also have this kind of breakthrough or, or something like that. Obviously you would word it much better than that. Um, but the point is like connecting the story for them and then inviting them. It's not like, I'm not just trying to push a call on you. It's more about like, Hey, it's an invitation. You know, this is, this is up, uh, this is here available for you and let's have a call. Let's get on a call to see how I could help you to break through an XYZ problem you're having. Do you see how that can really kind of change the conversation and change both the mindset for yourself as well as for your audience going from being just pushy and salesy to more of like a natural conversation that you would have with a human being face to face. And I think that's what so many people are craving is that natural conversation. They're looking to build relationships and, and when they feel like they're building a relationship with you through your email marketing and, and the messages that you send, I think that's going to get you a lot further. But I really love that you said, always have something, a call to action in every one of your messages because you want to get people conditioned that they're going to respond, right? Rather than they just read it and then they're done. And then on the fifth one, all of a sudden you want them to click, have them used to clicking something. And I think that'll help you absolutely get to the end result that you're looking for easier. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, you know, this, this is kind of, you know, big picture, right? And just to kind of like recap some of what I mentioned, because I know I, said a lot, right, is in terms of really creating that process in your business of, of selling, um, where I like to call it more of like inviting, uh, you know, the pre-framing aspect that we talked about, you know, the lead magnet email conversion, so lead capture aspect that we talked about. And now once that you have them as a lead, you're nurturing that relationship through your emails and, and inviting them into your consultation calls, or maybe you have a program, um, you know, an automated course or whatever it is that you're selling, right? But once you, if you're doing all this work upfront to build that affinity with these people, to build that know, like, and trust, 
by the by the time you're asking them to set up, sign up, you know, schedule a call or buy one of your programs and services, it just becomes so much more easier and so much more natural on both ends. So it's almost a no-brainer, right? They don't have yeah, to it's a no-brainer. They they already know. Hey, you know what? She delivers such great content. Yes, I want to take the next step with her. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Oh, Rupal, you just gave us so much great information. Listen, for the women who are listening right now and know that they want to learn more from you because I've got notes. Oh my goodness, have I got notes on this call. And I know that you're thinking the same thing. Oh my goodness, I took so much notes and she just gave you step-by-step -step the layout that you need to get up and running. But I know you're going to want to get in contact with her. So Rupali, how can people get in contact with you? Yes, absolutely. So you can get in, you can actually reach out directly on Facebook. So my, you can find me under Rupali, R-U-P-A-L-I. That's my first name, Rupali. And then my last name is Monga, M as in Mary, O. And as a Nancy GA, uh, just feel free to find me on there. You can reach out to me on my personal page, and I even have a fan page. You know, I'm I love connecting with people, so you know you can reach out to me, send me a direct message. That's the best way. I'm very active there. Um, so yeah, and I'm on every social platform. But if there's one place, I would say it's Facebook. Fantastic. And ladies, of course, we'll have that contact information down in the show notes so that you can get all that and get in contact with Rupali because I'm just so excited about the information she just shared. And I'm really excited about all of the women who have been coming on and sharing their hearts, sharing their passion, sharing their knowledge and their expertise like Rupali just did because together we rise. It's going to happen no other way. And when women learn to come together and support each other and share what we know to help you become better and then let you share something to help all of us become better, listen, we're just going to continue to get better and get stronger and learn how to really use our voices to create positive impact. And after all, that's what it's all about. Your voice matters. Rupali's voice matters. My voice matters. Collectively, our voices matter. And when we remember that, not only will we improve our corner of the world, we'll start coming together to improve this experience that we all have and to improve the experience for future generations. So ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. I look forward to seeing you again right here at Women's Voices Matter. So listen, thank you so much for joining us on Women's Voices Matter. Remember, we are here for driven businesswomen, professionals, and mompreneurs who have waited long enough for their opportunities. And we've created the Female Influencer Project to empower you to find your voice, step up, and lead. This is unlike the good old boys club, you know, the guys that repackage their tired old content and put a pretty pink bow on it and call it a women's program. No, ladies, Women's Voices Matter was created by women who are paving the pathway for women just like you who are pursuing a more fulfilling experience. So if you need help finding your genius zone, if you need help trying to find your voice, if you need assistance to learn how to step up and start leading and start having the life of your dreams, that's what we're here for. Reach out to us, lean on us, let us collaborate with you so that you can achieve your ultimate success because when you do, we do. And when we rise, we rise together. So ladies, thank you so much for being here. I look forward to seeing you again at Women's Voices Matter.